Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show, Scotty Saylor and Maddie Rogers for a Saturday, Saturday, a Tuesday night, I should <laughs> oh, say. Mate, I'm, I'm like that at the moment. Uh, and Australia's finally, well, they've broken the uh, the duck egg and they are on their way when it comes to the Cricket World Cup. And big news in Australian rugby as well. Even though we're still in a Rugby World Cup, the Wallabies, no longer part of that, but huge news coming out of a press conference today with Eddie Jones. Thanks to our partners at Kia for the EV6, GT Supercar and World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness on the show today. Matty Rogers, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Sats. Good to, be, good to be back. Well, myself and Jace, we caught up with a guy who I think he's in the top five best athletes in Australia, and he just won his ninth cool and get a gold, Ali Day. Oh, man. And not only a like, great athlete, great bloke. Great guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a loves cross sports, loves all these mm. sports. He's a mad Roosters supporter. Cross sport. Cross sports. Unfortunately. Uh, Daddy Vass, how are you, Daddy? Yeah, good. And you're you're going to do your three burning questions? Yeah, I'll ch- chime in, I yep. should say. Okay. Well, you got notice there's four. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's an extra one there I'm not sure about, so I'll get your boy's opinion. Chris Nelson will join us to talk racing Queensland as well. Can I just say... I had to get a new iPhone. Oh. Trying to transfer oh. everything from one to the other has been, I think, nine hours today. Mate, I, I promise today, you. Today, nine hours. I promise you, I, I don't get new stuff for that reason. I'm like, I've got to, I've got to go find my email logins. I've got to get my your, your bank logins. Like every, you lose. They all come back onto your phone, but you've got to get, like, all, you've got to re-log into everything. And yeah. I'm, mate. It's just, oh, it's, it's annoying. It's torture. I know, it's third, first world problems, I know. But So my daughter said to me, oh, let's just go to your cloud. She goes, oh, your cloud's not backed up. I said, what's the cloud? Where oh, is the cloud? Mate. <laughs> Where is it? So, hey, listen, this, oh. is, this is what I'm talking about. Mate, they're watching us. Oh. This is my conspiracy theory. Oh, here we go. Have you got the, Mate, they're everywhere. They're, the, they're everywhere. And the like, who, what happens? Yeah. Like, when you, like, oh. I've got, I'm in a cloud. Well, not personally, but. Like, all my stuff's in a cloud, and it costs me money to put it there. I think somewhere What if I stop paying for it? Where I, does all that information go? Where does it all go? Yeah, just hold the Where ransom. does it go? I think you're in a cloud of smoke sometimes. <laughs> we'll find out all your secrets. Yeah, <laughs> we have all the good oil, thanks to Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. And we spoke about the Wallabies. Now, Eddie Jones has today held a press conference, along with Rugby Australia. Many thought when you go to a press conference, it either means someone's being sacked or someone is being resigned. Can I say last night on our show, Daddy Vass, what did I say? You said he will commit to the Wallabies. This is what Eddie Jones had to say. No, staying, mate. Always been committed to Australian rugby. Uh, I want to leave it in a better place. Long term? Uh, well, I'm committed to make it a better place. So what do you make of that? Was that, was that the evil dirt, Denny Widler? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I call him evil dirt. He would have been in the camera. Oh, mate. So what do you make uh, of that? So... Basically, he's saying, well, I'd like to be here long-term, but that's out of my control. I don't mm. make those decisions. All I can well, do is right. coach and try and win. Well, I mean, contracts are, are only as good, aren't as good as the paper they're written on yeah. nowadays. I mean, people walk away from them. You know, employers tear them up. Um, I, I'm, I, I think, and this sounds outrageous, but I, I'm, I'm glad he's there, and I'm glad he's had a massive throw at the stumps over at that World Cup with some big changes. And it's shown that Australian rugby is not in a healthy position. We don't have the depth. We don't have the talent that we need to, to compete with these rugby powerhouses now. And now, you know, after the results that we've had, a significant change will have to be made to bring in, you know, all different 
types of scenarios in terms of recruitment, development, retention, pathways, all that sort of stuff. And it needs to start at the grassroots level. You know, one of the, the big things I was just, I was doing, doing Stan on the weekend with a couple of the, the boys, um, Stephen Hoyle's an ex-Wallaby teammate of mine and, uh, and Waratah teammate of mine. Great guy. Coach Ramwick rugby club to the premiership this year down in the shoot shield, uh, their first premiership in 30 odd years or something or a long time. Um, you know, he was talking about probably the most important thing. He goes, you know, the, the issue is not just players, it's coaches. Mm. He goes, we've got no coaches to coach coaches. And he goes, at the junior level and, and you know, all the way up to the senior level, he goes, well, we're losing coaches left, right and centre. There's no, there's no genuine, um, you know, mantra that's being sort of pushed down through the coaching. Rad, I sent you a document last week yeah. from a very good friend of ours, and he coached you at Kangaroo, yeah, level, yeah. Steve Anderson, yep. who was employed by Rugby Australia for a number of years. He came up with a lot of strategies, these eight and ten point plans around strategies, not only about grassroots rugby, uh, not only super rugby level, um, regional uh, rugby, but also improving the elite coaching of coaches. That's right. Mm. So, so They knocked I, it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah th- th- they did, and and I, I, I I'm I'm going to speak to Ando because I like I, th- this needs to be made public, mm. <laughs> like and we're making it public. But people, it seems to me, and this is the unfortunate thing in rugby in the rugby circles, if the idea doesn't come from within that little circle, mm. then the idea doesn't work. Now you don't need to reinvent the wheel, and and, and you know for, particularly for someone like Ando, Ando who is at. Um, in, Involved with Irish Rugby Union, a, yep. pa- a part of their um, elite pathways system and and and, and we're seeing and that's that's exactly right. Mm. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You need to look at the nations that are powering. And, and one of the big issues, and and this is one of the things that I, you know, was brought to my attention, you know, on the, over the weekend, the, the Brumbies, for instance, they, mm. they put out a statement to their shareholders and their staff. It's on their website. You can check it out. And and you know the the, the statement reads, you know, beautifully for the whole lot of it. But then the, the final statement says it's along the lines of, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll investigate it. Of course, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll buy in if, you know, but it's got to help us. You know, it's like that, that's, the state of the, that's the state of play in rugby in Australia. Like it's us versus them. Just the selfishness. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, no, no, no. Like, and this is an organisation that, you know, they made the semifinals this year in Super Rugby Pacifica. Their last home game they had, they'd already been they'd already been qualified for a final. The last home game they had, they were playing against the Rebels, uh, another local side. Yeah. You know how many tickets? How, how many tickets do you reckon they sold? Twelve hundred tickets. Mm. And they're saying they want to manage everything. It's like, hang on a second. You need, you are not going to survive on twelve hundred ticket sales. You need as much help as you can you, get. Yeah, yeah. It needs to like the ARU, like Rugby Australia is a body that has you know reach nationally and globally. You know if we can. It's not. It's not about creating a dictatorship, but it's about like uh, like all feeding back into the one body that is all about making that national team better. Because if you can make that national team better, then those players that are playing in that national team, you know, become household names, and then those household names go back and play for you at the ACT Brumbies or the Queensland Reds, and we're watching them. We we want to watch them play at the moment. I mean, you probably couldn't name five backline players for the Wallabies. No, I, I couldn't. No, because couldn't. no one's seen from and, and the same you, so, so, yeah. are you, so are you looking for anywhere to go and watch them play? No. God, no. No. <laughs> of course not. So it's about, you know, there's, 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 like Eddie said in his press conference, there's a lot smarter people out there than he is and I am to actually design this new pathway system. But Ando's one of them. Mm. And why he isn't, like, why wouldn't you grab him and go, mate, you were at Ireland when they, 
you know, threw everything out the door and, and redesigned everything. Can you just come and just give us an idea of how this all worked? Now, until, you know, the, the, the reality with that is, though, Sats, people need to take their snout out of the trough. Yeah. And people don't like doing that. Mm. You know, that, you, you start stepping into their space and, you know, you start saying, well, we're going to have to cut this, this and this. And, you know, we've, we've got to, you know, do more here. And, you know, it means these guys, you're going to have to restaff or they're going to have to go. Like, you start doing that stuff, people start to get nervous. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, no, no, this is our, our patch. You're not touching it. And if it suits us, then, then we'll do something to help you. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a really sad state of affairs. Yeah, well, I'm glad he's staying on. And I'm glad that going into that World Cup, I didn't have any high expectations. But I do for the next World Cup. And as much as it hurts that we haven't gone through to the, the quarterfinals, I always knew that there was probably a method to the madness. So I'm glad he stayed. Yep. I'm glad you've said he's you're happy he stayed on I, as I'm well. I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah. You don't, we don't need more change there. Yeah, let's get to a break. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Daddy Vests, after the break, will give us three burning questions. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Three burning questions for Toolkit Depot. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. This is where Daddy Vass comes into the equation. You picked three burning questions, which we don't know what you're going to ask us. So fire away with your first. We've got to keep this short too, haven't we? Yeah, nice and short and sharp. Okay. Boys, the NRL, they're considering a five-minute sin bin in 2024. Tick. Luck, love it. Tick. Absolutely you, love it. Have you got a tick and, and, Yeah, thank you. And it should be it, – it's like ice hockey. You know when they get those little two-minute power plays yep. where someone goes into the box and all of a sudden they've got four on – made a like it because – because it's almost like worth, like, if there's a halfback annoying a front rower, yeah. it's almost like, let's just job him. Mm. I'll take five minutes. <laughs> yep. It's a risk we're willing to take, and then it'll shut him up. I think you're right, too. You know, usually you've got to go into the dressing shed. Yeah, yeah. I reckon there's got to be a box you've got to stand in. in. You've got to yeah, stand, stand in the box yeah, like you you're saying. You can't sit down. You've got to stay on your legs. Just, I've left my team in the lurch, <laughs> yeah. and you're just living on, on nervous uh, and energy. I'm, I'm not I condoning jobbing halfbacks, either. I'm just yeah, joking. I love it. But just, uh, yep. Yeah, it might quite it might quite in a few of those chirpy ones. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, number two, boys, who would you pick for fullback for the Melbourne Storm in twenty twenty four? Pappy, Ryan Pappenhausen, straight up. He's going to be fit, going to be healthy. He's going to have a full off season under his belt. Pappy. So why are you asking that? Well, I had a young, I saw a young man play for Samoa at the back. Sure, far longer. Yeah. Oh yeah, outstanding. Oh, well, he was he's great he's against Garn. Yeah, that thirty seven minutes he played against the Broncos last yeah, year was phenomenal. Was outstanding. Um, Oh, he, he's 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 laying in wait. There's Number no 14. question about it. I'd have I'd have Pappy at one. Mm. I'd have Nick Meaney in the centres. Centers. Yep. And Fialongo at fourteen because Melbourne, I think, out of all teams, they're the one team that don't rush their players in, and they keep them comfortable. You know, young players are really quick to play first grade these days, but for some reason in Melbourne, they just they know how to develop them. At Queensland Cup. Bring them in right when they're yeah, ready. Yeah, exactly. Like he could have comfortably played 80 minutes in that last round last, exactly. last year. But They've got a back row by the name Jack Howarth, who is, mm. who is, he is a, ready to go. he's ready to go, but they haven't rushed him in. Mm. They've just let him bide his time, but next year will be his year. Mm. All right, boys. Question three. Should Val Holmes replace Selwyn Cobbo on the wing for the Kangaroos next week? Well, I, I think Val Holmes should be playing. Mm. That, that, I mean, they picked him. 
he, he couldn't play that game because he was suspended. They picked him because he's an elite player. Mm. I think he should be playing where he plays. So he suspended one game, wasn't he? Yeah. So he's he's yeah. eligible to be picked next Tuesday. Uh, Selwyn wasn't great, was he? There was a few moments where he was way out of position. He just and reacted slow. He just seems to go into a a little bit of a I don't know, just a a relaxed mindset. Yeah. Where he's not as urgent. Well, I mean, Nathan found him out in the in the grand final. Didn't yeah, he? he did. Yeah. Yeah. Just saw him out of position. Boom. Hooked 40, around. Twenty. Uh, yeah, Val. Yeah, I think he should replace him. All right. Well, would he, well, we if he wasn't suspended, would he have been picked for game one, do you think? I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. He would have been, Definitely. yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay. So there you go. Three burning questions for Toolkit Depot. Everything you need to know under one roof, tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear in store, or you can get them online as well. Coming up next, nine-time Cool and Gutter Gold winner, Ali Day, joins us on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Radio. Uh, this bloke did all right on the weekend. Gold champion is... Yeah, that's right. Nine-time Coolangatta uh, gold champion. One of the fittest blokes in Australia. No, no, not one of. Well, the fittest bloke in Australia. Yeah. And arguably, probably Australia's greatest sports person. Nine Coolangatta golds. Ali Day joining us on Sports Day. Pity you're a Rooster supporter, though, mate. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love that we always start with that topic. Yeah, hey? it's, it's um, no. Nah, thanks for having us on, boys. It's uh, I don't know if I'd take the title of Australia's greatest athlete. I'd be uh, maybe in the top two hundred or something like that. Maybe behind such. So, how's the body feeling? Like twenty four hours later, you, were you melting from the inside when you're trying to recover, Ali? Uh, I was. I was hurting last night. Um, just with your heart rates through the roof, you've had so much sun, all you've drank is, is um, a lot of caffeinated sort of um, drinks. You've had a lot of like bloody um, Coca-Cola for caffeine and things like that. So you just, and, and plus you're on this super, you know, high wave of adrenaline as well. So trying to sleep last night is obviously, is tough, but at the same time I just won. So that, that didn't really matter. So I've pulled up pretty well that way. I actually, was just saying off air. I went and got a um, I went and got an MRI my my left calf this afternoon. I thought there was going to be a tear for sure, but I just got the news back then from from the guy saying it, 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 it's nothing. So I'm actually uh, actually really stoked with that. I thought it was going to be a tear. So I'm actually more more happier today than I was yesterday, to be honest. Sounds Did, funny, doesn't it? Didn't you have an in, Didn't you have a similar in, in a, uh, injury last year when you competed? Yeah, I had the same last year. I had the the I had the right calf last. Had the I had the right calf last year, um, and yeah, this year like the left one sort of went. It sort of went a little bit on me halfway through the race, and I was thinking, "Geez, that doesn't feel too good." It just went really tight and got really restricted, and I couldn't really run that properly on it. So, um, thankfully, I had like just a little bit of time that I was able to, um, you know, sort of just like just put one foot in front of the other and just like sort of cruise, not cruise, but just like had a big enough lead to sort of, you know, get my way to the finish line. 
So do you have a beer last night, Ali, after all the preparation? And it's, it's one of the most grueling, <laughs> grueling events in Australian sport. Do you have a beer last night or are you just spent? I actually didn't, mate. I actually didn't. The time, so I reckon I got to the beach. I reckon I left. I mean, everyone has big days, but the cooling out of gold is probably the biggest day for me. Like, I reckon I was up at four. I was probably up at three because I was nervous, but woke up at four um, or laid there till four. And I reckon I got home. I didn't even get home last night till maybe. I reckon the time I wrapped up at the beach was maybe 4.30, 5 o'clock sort of thing. And then I went to my, my coach's house for a while and a lot of the guys had a few drinks. I actually didn't have any. I didn't have anything on me. I felt bad taking a pinch in someone else's drink. So I just was there with my wife and, and my son. And she's actually pregnant at the moment too. So I stayed there for a couple of hours, came home and um, just literally had, had a couple of slices of pizza and went to bed. So no beers for me, mate. We're about to go camping this week. So I'll um, once we set up, um, you know, camp down there, I'll definitely, um, yeah, definitely relax and have a drink, mate. But uh, it's just the emotions, just relief, and just I'm just con- really content at the moment. Hey Ali, we know you listen to Sports Day. Thank you for that, mate. Um, are, are you aware of uh, the uh, the chairman of the Whack Pack, Glenn from Newcastle? The, say that again. The chairman of the Whack Pack. You, you know what the Whack Pack is? Oh, it, oh, um, yes, yeah, lunatics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our lunatics. Um, you, he wanted to say. Well, he said something about you tonight on air. I thought. Because of his role and his stature within the show, you deserve to hear this again. Congrats, Ali Day, on your ninth challenge yes. out of goal, buddy. So, is it true you're friends? Are you and Glenn good mates? <laughs> yeah, we're good mates. Good mates. Yeah, he wouldn't be ringing in for that if we weren't. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a good, good bloke. And, um, yeah, it's, it's awesome to know that someone... Someone knows who I am and they're ringing the show. Jeez, you're full of it. You are full of it. You're doing well. Yeah. Hey, Ali, um, watching the changeovers in yesterday's event, and just mind you, listeners, a 23K ski, then you go into like a half K run, and then you go into three and a half K swim, a 4K run, five and a half K board, it's on your knees, or you can lay down as well, and then a 10K run to finish off, just mind you. And you think you've got a torn calf halfway through that. But watching the changeovers, obviously you've got a team at your changeovers and sometimes they run up next to you. What are the, what are the messages that they're giving you at those changeovers? Oh, they're, they're um, always on. I'm always like a lot of handlers. A lot of people, a lot of guys have different, and girls have a lot of different strategies. I always like having a lot of people, particularly on that last 10K run, but all different sorts of things. Like um, most of the time it's just some messages about, what to focus on sometimes and most of the time it's like yesterday for example um just time like i just want to know like who's who's behind how much have i got um and what the next sort of process is so all of it's just so process driven as you can imagine so um as long as they're yelling and they're they're calm and they're clear on what they're saying to me um that's perfect so yeah just things like um let's let's stay composed let's let's just breathe just relax Things like that that um, that get you across the line at the end of the day. But as I said, I've got I've got an awesome bunch of people that I've had for years now that, that look after me, and um, it makes a huge difference when you got good people, and you also find them inspiring to be around as well. So, mate, uh, before we let you go, you're going camping uh, this week, and then what's what's the next race? What are you doing after that? Yeah, so we've got uh, we've got a pretty busy summer. It's probably the busiest summer we've had. Um, 
in years and years, actually. So we've got the Nutrigrain Ironman series that starts in December. We've got six rounds of that that runs from December all the way to all the way to February, and then we've also got my major sponsor, Shore and Partners, Shore and Partners Financial Services. Uh, they're the major sponsor for the Summer Surf Series, and I think there's four or five of those rounds up and down the east coast of Australia. So um, I think there's almost like maybe ten or eleven weekends there of racing, and um, over that summer period. So I'm looking forward to that. I've got I'll have this week off, as you said. I'll go camping, and then I'll start. Um, yeah, start getting the body ready to go into that sort of shorter racing. So that's always an adjustment going from training from a marathon to a, now into a, like a 12 to 15 minute race. But I've made the adjustment. I'm pretty experienced with it now. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to what's ahead um, in the summer. I'm the world's worst camper. Hopeless, terrible. Where's, where are you going camping? And you are, are you a gifted camper or are you a bit of a struggler <laughs> like me? Where are you going to? <laughs> Honestly, Sass, what do you think I'm like? Yeah, <laughs> I'm terrible, mate. I've never been before. I never camped as a kid. I've been once. I oh, went a few years God. ago to Fraser Island. <laughs> so my wife's done it all. We were just eating dinner outside and just telling me all the things that we need. And I said, babe, the, the cabins look pretty good too. So, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm with you every know, day of the I week. Don't know, I don't know what it's going to be like. So, so is that where you're going? Uh, is that where you're going tomorrow? Are you going to Kagari, Fraser tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, or where we're are you going? going? We're going to... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to we're gonna go Wednesday. So I'll put the feet up again tomorrow. But um, yeah, if there's any listeners out there with some tips for first time campers at 33, I'd, I'd happily take some advice on board. Go okay, look oh, at that. You Haven't you young? seen enough sand <laughs> already, mate? You're going yeah. to Fraser? Yeah. For God's sake! I'd, yeah. I'd be avoiding the sand. <laughs> Ali Day, congratulations, mate. Seriously, so you are better than the top 200. You, you're outstanding. Nine Coolangatta golds. That is incredible. Uh, with an injured leg again, the opposite one this year. Mate, mm. congratulations from all of us here and, of course, your good friend Glenn as well. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, East boys. I, I bloody appreciate it and love coming on. And go the bunnies, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to, Ali. That was, a, that was an awkward laugh. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was an awkward laugh. <laughs> all right, nah. see you, see you, nah, champ. You don't mind them. No, nah, I'd rather, I shouldn't say that, Sats is on the line. I'd rather them than the, the Panthers, but, oh, you know, oh. I've got a soft spot because Sats goes for him. Sats played for him. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> glory, glory, eh? Hey, Ali. Good congr- stuff, Ali. Congratulations, mate. Well done. Hey, thanks, thanks, lads. I appreciate it. I'll be, I'll be in touch soon. All right, there you go. Ali Day. This is for him. He's just one of the, he's just one of the great guys of sport as well. He's one of the great guys. So approachable. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yes, we are still in it, Matty Rogers, the (laughs) Cricket World Cup, because if we lost to Sri Lanka last night, well, we would have been a lot of Barney Rubble, but... Fortunately, fortunately enough for us, we, we got through the game. Thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Yeah, right. the Aussies beat Sri Lanka in Lucknow. Five wickets. And just to go through the scorecard, uh, Josh Inglis, the wicketkeeper, 58 yep. off 59 balls. Mitchell Marsh again, 52 runs. Manus Labashagne, he, uh, Labashane, he scored 40. 
But I think the highlight of the match was everyone was questioning our only spinner, our only known spinner, really yep. recognised, Adam Zampa, who took four for 47. Good on him. Yeah. So th- I think the really good part for Australia is they got Sri Lanka out for 209, 43 overs. So th- what they needed to do is try and lift their run rate. Mm. If they're going to win games, they've got to jump positions based on their run rate. So they're able to get five for 215 off 35 overs. So oh, their run rate's beautiful. That's huge. So they've got... So we have actually... Well, we've got, got six a, matches in hand, right? Because there's 10 teams. You play everyone once. So you've got, so you got, we got nine We've got games Pakistan on Friday. Right. Tough. Oh, Real tough. Every game's tough. And then we've got mm. Netherlands. Yep. And then we have... New Zealand. New Zealand. Oh, gee. Yeah, it's a tough run. So... Well, you've you got to... You got to beat the best well, to I think be in the best. 1999, we lost. Yeah, we lost the first three. couple. Yeah, and three, then went yeah. on to win it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say that. We, I'm sure I remember us. Yeah, the next two games, they should win that. Well, Pakistan are tough. They're, they're. I mean, we're not, we're not sure of beating anyone at the moment. Mm. Yeah, we're struggling, especially our, our. Well, not only Adam Zampa was struggling originally, but our speed bowlers aren't as effective as what they, what they have been on. On Australian pitches. So mm. great work for Australia. Irrigear offers expert advice, better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here and Chris Nelson, Racing Queensland. Well, he'll give us a bit of a review of what happened over the weekend and a preview of what's happening this week. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Yeah, what's gambling really costing you, this man? Well, it's a great time of the year, isn't it? Oh, isn't it? Great time of the year. So much happening over the weekend. And Queensland took a little bit of a spell when when the the Everest is on, of course, because it's uh, such a big event. But Chris Nelson joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Nelson? I'm going well, thanks, Sats. So good to speak to you and Rat. And yeah, it's a, it was a massive weekend. I think it was the biggest day of the year racing-wise last Saturday with the Caulfield Guineas Day and the Everest. I think together, now that they're on the same day, I think it's just the biggest day of the year. And Rat, I was talking to you, and we're talking yeah. off air that it was you had a you had a few on the run, didn't you, on the yeah, weekend? Yeah. Well, well, what I wanted to ask you, um, Nelson, just quickly before we get into it, do, do you think I think the the springtime of racing. It's the best, like every horse is trying, but, but I think this is where the real trainers come to the fore. The top trainers come to the mm. fore and they get their horses prepared right for the big races. Would you agree with that? Like, because I mean, look, I'm not oh. saying that during, not during the spring carnival, everyone isn't trying, but you know that, you know, these races are Got so good that everybody's trying that hard to win. You got to be right on your game. Well, you do. I mean, these group ones and group twos, especially the group ones, I mean, they're not in it for a, um, well, some of them are if they're heading towards the Melbourne Cup, but you know the main fancies aren't in the race just to build their fitness levels. They're there to win. Uh, and we saw such horses like Alligator Blood on, on Saturday. I mean, he's just an absolute star. Mm. Seven group ones. I mean, Gay, you talk about the trainers. Uh, I mean, they want to peak this time of year. This is where the big money is, and this is the you know where they, where they stand out from the crowd and the, how many group ones they win. Jockey's the same. So... This time of the year, Sydney and Melbourne, and the autumn time, Sydney and Melbourne, they are the biggest two times of the year. I mean, we have our time in Queensland, obviously, in the winter and in the summer with the Magic Millions. But, yeah, look, nothing nothing will ever top the spring. It used to be sort of all Melbourne-based, 
but Sydney have certainly crashed the party over the last couple of years with mm. the uh, the Everest, etc. Did you hear about the jockey Sam Clipperton who was on uh, Think About It in the Everest? Yes. Apparently that night he was at the at a bar, and he walked up to get a drink, and a guy said, oh, "Big day today, mate." He goes, "Yeah, what'd you do?" And the, the guy, the other guy, said, oh, "I was at the <laughs> races today." He goes, he said to Sam Clipperton, not knowing who he was, "So, mate, you back a winner today?" He said, no, I actually rode it. <laughs> yeah, I rode a winner and the first prize was $7 million. So, oh, yeah, no. I did all right. I'll shout your beer. Yeah. So what else <laughs> happened over the weekend, Nelson? Uh, look, locally on the, uh, on the local front, we had, uh, we had a, a nice little uh, three-year-old party for two come back to form in the, mm. uh, the second race at Eagle Farm. She'd been off the boil a little bit, but that was a very impressive win. So good luck to her. I, I think she was one of the highlights of the day. Steady Ready returned to form. That was a highlight. He'd been struggling a little bit as well. And he Katarina in race number nine. She was disappointing on face value first up, but she did pull up lame and she made up for that winning on Saturday at uh, Eagle Farm. And just some of those Queensland horses we had going around down south over the weekend. Antino was beaten at Pimple in the Group 1 Turak. He'll go to the Waterford Crystal Mile on Cox Plate Day. And then I think he'll go to the Champions, which is a $3 million race over the Melbourne Cup Carnival. And he'll face off against Alligator Blood so, and plenty of other good horses as well. So that'll be a race. Yellow Brick uh, went around in Sydney, went too hard in front, pulled up well back and was coughing post-race, but apparently he's come through that okay. And Uncommon James, well, he was beaten on his merits, I thought, by a Spora at uh, Caulfield. Just a better horse on the day. Yeah, well, there's plenty of good racing coming up, mate. I, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, what are, the, what, are the, what are the horses out of the weekend that you think have got a big spring carnival ahead of them? Well, I liked Party for two... I like Party for Two down here. I'm oh, sorry, up here. I thought that run was very good. But if we're looking for horses uh, around the spring in Melbourne and Sydney, uh, there were some nice runs. I thought Sequestered was a, a good win in race two at Ranwick. And I had a whole heap of others marked down here. But you know what I've done with them? I've lost the piece of paper that I wrote them on, guys. So Kovalika. <laughs> One's enough. You, One's enough. Sequestered. I'm going to be following Sequestered. No, no, no. Kovalika. Kovalika. Kovalika was enormous in the King Charles, the $5 million race behind Fangirl. If there's not a race for Kovalika in the spring, I'll be extremely surprised. So follow those few going forward. Yeah, nice. And before we let you go, this week's meetings, where are we racing this week, Nelson? Ipswich tomorrow, uh, Mackay on Thursday, Sats. We go to Gatton on Friday. We go to Eagle Farm again on Saturday, as well as the Polytrack on the Gold Coast. Uh, Rockhampton up north, Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone, and back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday afternoon. So there you go, guys. Plenty to get our teeth stuck into, plus all those races down south, and we'll have plenty of Queensland horses going around in those, I hope, as well. Great Beautiful. stuff. Thanks, Nelson. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today and what's gambling really costing you. If you want some free and confidential support, visit, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Well, in about 14 or 15 days' time, it's D-Day when it comes to the NRL because we've got players that are coming off contract at the end of 2024. They're able to talk to clubs as of November 1. So, Rat, really easy one before we get to finish the show off. I want to... You and Daddy Vass, I want you to be involved in this. One thing when you look at all the players that are available come November 1, in all the clubs... There's very few top shelf front rowers because no. every club knows how important they are to mm, a club. So a lot of the clubs have really been 
uh, tying up their front rowers, funnily enough. So, Jerome Luai, Sean Johnson, Connor Tracy, Jai Arrow, Dally M58 for the year, Ezra Mam, Knights duo Bradman Best and Jacob Saifidi, as well as Cowboys playmaker Tommy Dearden. So the question to both of you and Daddy mm. Vass, you're going to go first. You can only sign one of those players for 2025. Who is it? For 20, no, oh, Ezra Mam, just on youth and potential. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Jai okay. Arrow. Jai Arrow. Mm. Just because he's a front rower. Just row, a difference maker. Loads. He plays in the middle. He made a big difference to South when he came back this year. I agree, year. yeah. And, um, and that's why there's not a, a lot of front rowers on the, on the market. fit and firing Jai Arrow adds a lot of value to your team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jerome's going to demand probably the the biggest money out of all of those players, I think. Um, I just think, I, just think I, I like Jerome Luai as a player, but I think if you sign him, a lot of noise comes with him. A lot of... It's actually funny watching that Beckham documentary, and yeah. Sir Alex Ferguson wasn't comfortable with the amount of, like mm. you say, he didn't. They weren't comfortable with the amount of noise that came yeah, yeah. with Beckham and his stardom. Mm. And then when he went to um, uh, Real Madrid, not Real Madrid because they're a high profile. When they went to, he went to LA Galaxy. Oh, LA Galaxy, yeah. The players that were playing yeah, yeah. there couldn't handle the amount of. No attention and fanfare they were getting. You, you, you forget how big he was back in the yeah. day. Like the, now, I'm not saying Jerome Luai is David no, Beckham. No, no, but you get But I know what you mean. You do. You get everything that comes yeah, with yeah. it. You get the loud music. You get the, you yeah. know, the, the swagger. You know he's going to speak, say what he thinks, and yep. it's going to create headlines. Yeah, exactly. So you're saying Ezra Mam. Mm. You're saying Jai Arrow. Yep. I'm saying Tom Dearden to the Broncos. I think Tommy Dinkle did and will be the Broncos in 2025. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that, good player. That's a good shout. Yeah. Well, he came from the Broncos. Mm. Didn't he? he did, yeah. Mm. Yeah, just wasn't ready. Wasn't mature enough for a big city team. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, good player. What do you think? 0457 736 736. Well, that's it. That's a wrap for a Tuesday night. Sats and, Rat and Daddy Vass here for Sports Day.